One nothing raised the pitch. Swing and a high fly ball. Deep right center field. Siri at the wall. And it's gone. Mitchell looks for 70. <laughs> a sight to behold. He can't stop smiling, Brad. He was playing just fantastic <laughs> basketball. Here it comes. A swing and a liner back up the middle base hit into center. Here comes Quan. Here comes Rosario. The Guardians win. Are you ready? For the We Like Sports podcast, stay tuned and hear the latest on what the crew has to say regarding the latest sports topics nationally and locally. Make sure to check out WeLikeSportsPC.com and to subscribe on all podcasting platforms as well as YouTube. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at WeLikeSportsPC. And welcome to the We Like Sports Show. I'm your host, Ed in Columbus, holding it down. Yes, I'm wearing my orange and brown. My brownies got a big victory yesterday, but... Well, I think what we'll do is we'll start out celebrating that big victory with some. This is Eddie Columbus with your We Like Sports Breaking News. That's right. The Cleveland Browns defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers 13 to 10. Browns rookie quarterback Dorian Thompson Robinson was very emotional after the game, even tearing up during the post game interview. I myself was shedding tears, but not because my Brownies defeated their arch rival Pittsburgh Steelers, but rather due to the fact that, well, I will have to watch. DTR playing quarterback. Yikes. The Denver Broncos have won four straight games after defeating the Minnesota Vikings in week 11. Is Russell Wilson cool again? Let's give it a try. Broncos country, let's ride. Okay, maybe not so much. I don't see no future in that fronting. And finally, the game is here. Ohio State versus Michigan this Saturday from Ann Arbor. Don't worry. The only turkey you will see is on Thursday. Remember. Coach Harbaugh is suspended. And this is an Elements with your We Like Sports Breaking News. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, we'll uh, we'll get into that later on. Uh, Ohio State, Michigan, the game, obviously, with big, big college football playoff implications as the 11-0 Buckeyes head into Ann Arbor to face the 11-0 Michigan Wolverines. And you know how, as I said, Michigan. I didn't say that team up north. I didn't hide. I don't, you know what, just like uh, Al-Qaeda and all the terrorist organizations out there, you got to say their name. Don't be afraid of your opponent or your enemy. So I will say Michigan, and I don't put the those uh, red X's over the M's, and I know they do that, and that's great t- tradition and everything, and I am an Ohio State graduate, so you know what, uh, shout out to everybody at the Ohio State University for putting up those red uh, tape over the uh, M's at uh, the Ohio State University, but I... I'm not afraid to say Michigan. I'm also not afraid to bring on my co-host, and we're going to celebrate Keith. Keith, welcome to the show. What's going on? What's good? What's good? Obviously, we know what's good. You see the colors I'm wearing. is the colors we were celebrating Uh-oh. yesterday on the Lockdown Sports 216 pre- and post-game show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Brown How's your and victory orange. Mo- How's your victory Monday going? It's going pretty cool. It's going pretty cool. Started off a little, hmm, a little weird, but made it weird. through. 
Okay. All right. Well, I, I if you if you want to tell us if it was weird or how it was weird, feel free. And if not, no names, please. I totally understand that as well. It's just one of the things where sometimes you all think yourself, basically, and everything. Oh, like maybe like a Kevin Stefanski third and three call in Seattle? Something like that. Something okay. like that. Something okay. Like that. All right. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil our victory Monday here. So we'll. Uh, we'll talk about. You know. We'll. Uh, we'll do. We'll go right into the the NFL. We'll go around the NFL. We'll start it off uh, here. All right. We'll start. You know. Let's just start off with our favorite game. Obviously, the uh, Cleveland Browns defeating the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers thirteen to seven or thirteen to ten. I should say on the lakefront yesterday as Dorian mm-hmm. Thompson Robinson got it done on that final drive, going four of five, but really four of four. That one uh, incompletion was a spike football so like i said keith what are your biggest takeaway from the browns becoming seven and three and taking sole ownership of second place in the afc north defense defense and you know defense defense (laughs) Defense. yeah don't 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 need to shy away yeah defense and um let me see how can i also say um kevin stuck to the script until he needed to do what he needed to do to win the game. Yeah. You know, that was a big key, I think, as well. Like, it, it kind of reminds me of watching um, Rocky Two, And I, for all those people that, that haven't watched Rocky Two, uh, it was when uh, after he fought Apollo in the first fight, the second fight he had that blinded eye and he couldn't fight South, South Paul. Rocky was a lefty. So so Mick, his, his manager, told him to fight right-handed. And he, yep. he waited all fight. Keep waiting. He's getting bludgeoned by Apollo. He, but and then when Mick said go time, that's when Rocky went back to to Southpaw and then and then obviously got the victory. And that's kind of reminded me of yesterday what happened in Cleveland. Yeah. Run, run the ball, play smart. Not exactly uh, the most uh, aesthetically pleasing watching as a fan. Uh, watching exactly. screen pass, watching screen passes go for negative yards on first down. Not exactly what you want, but. But there were, but it was only one turnover, so we limited the turnovers, and we, yeah. and we played smart football. Uh, we played uh, uh, field possession, uh, field game with uh, Jorquez, and uh, it, it got the job done. And like you said, defense, defense, defense. Marsha, 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 Brady Bunch, yes. defense, defense, defense on the Cleveland Browns. Yes, sir. And also, you got to look at the fact that he probably really couldn't try to air it out like he wanted to because he had his fourth and fifth offensive tackles in the game and that is kind of a weakness if you look at dealing with tj watt Mm. and highsmith on the edges (laughs) yeah it's uh that doesn't sound like bode well uh, when it comes to you know trying to, to outmaneuver them when it comes. So so what we did was like you said, stay away from them, kind of work the game plan and, and try to play yeah. safe. And, and safe is smart. Smart is staying away from them, and that's what the Cleveland Browns did yesterday. And if the game is within reach, go get it at the end. Yeah, that's that's exactly, and that's what they did. You know, it's funny because you know that final drive. Uh, you know, there were a lot of drop passes by Ninjoku. He made up for it. He atoned for his uh, his drop. But it, it was funny because, like I was telling you in the in the post game yesterday, when we got the ball back with I think it was a minute twenty eight, I actually had mm-hmm. a quiet confidence that we were going to go down there and get that field goal and win. It just it didn't seem like the old new I call them the if the old new Browns since ninety nine would have lost that game. But there's just something yeah. different about this team, and and maybe having yes. the special teams and, and and just maybe Kevin Stefanski getting the players to play harder. But I don't know, just something felt different yesterday. And uh, hey, we're celebrating today because of it. 
I think with this team is they're now learning and believing that they can win. That's a big, that's a big, you know, that's a big statement right there. I know it's a cliche, you know, learning how to win, but learning how to win is also not messing up, not, you know, not, not making those doing too much and then compounding the problem and making it worse. And that's what, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think, the Browns, you know, because they, they had a lot of three and outs, they had a lot of things and they didn't make it worse. They just punted the football, played yeah. good defense and uh, kept it going. But we got a comment here from the, uh, Back it up binge podcast afternoon, gentlemen. Well, good afternoon. Well, good afternoon to yourself as well. Feel free to comment some more and uh, tell us why we're wrong. And yes, sir. Uh, hit us up. <laughs> hit us up if you want our autographs. Let us know. <laughs> yeah, free, free autographs. It is that season. I will give free autographs. You know? <laughs> maybe, maybe, I, maybe I just need to give one autograph. But you know, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next game on the list? On the next game on the oh, look at this! I love it, Keith. Getting there. All right. Well. We're going to go up to Detroit, where the Lions came back from a 12-point deficit to beat the Bears 31-26. to Fields, in his first game back from his uh, injury, had over 100 yards rushing. Unfortunately, yes, he can't play defense, and that's why the Lions got the victory. What are your takeaway from that game? I just always want to say this. One, two things. <laughs> <laughs> two things. One. The possible Cleveland Browns Detroit Lions Super Bowl was in full effect. <laughs> Two Detroit Lions football. <laughs> I like they used to do it to basketball. <laughs> oh, D, I, I was saying that's funny. I was coming home, uh, picked up my son from um, basketball practice today, and we were talking about the the Pistons. What? They got eleven straight losses or whatever like that. And I and I said to him, I said Detroit basketball. <laughs> so. <laughs> but for real. Shout out to the Lions because it looked grim for them, for real. For the Lions game yesterday kind of reminded you of the Browns and Ravens game where they literally trailed a whole lot in that game. Yes. Came through in the very last minute or however they won it. Yeah. And won the game. Shout out to the Lions because a lot of people don't realize you can look at it and be like, oh, yeah. They lost, they beat the Chicago Bears, but Chicago is a different team when Justin Fields plays well. They're a whole different squad when Justin Fields is doing his thing. And it's also a rivalry game, too. Oh, big time. Yes. Let's not get that twisted either. So, yeah. Well, shout out to Detroit. Yeah, shout out to Detroit. Yeah, absolutely. And first time since I believe 1969 that uh, the Browns, the Browns and, and Detroit yeah, have both won seven other first time. Yes, yes. So and Detroit has got the best record in the league, right? Well, not the eight. best record in the league, but they're eight and two. Eight and two. Yeah, but uh, leading the uh, their division, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. sir. Well, we're gonna move on to. To cheese land where uh, the Chargers lost to the Packers 23 to 20. Uh, Jordan Love with a late TD. Uh, Herbert had two touchdowns. But once again, we, we as we talked about it in, in the postgame show on Lockdown Sports 216, Herbert, you know, puts up these numbers, but it's not equating into victory. So what are your thoughts on uh, that game? <laughs> Justin Staley, no, Staley better be getting his resumes ready. That's all I got to say. That seat is very, very hot. Absolutely. Also, and real quick, also, shout out to Jordan Love for his first 300-yard passing game as a Green Bay. Yes. Yes. 
<laughs> but Staley better be getting his resume ready. <laughs> yeah, he, I, yeah. Well, speaking of hot, let's go down to Miami. Welcome to Miami. Well, the Dolphins welcomed the Raiders and beat them 20 to 13 yesterday. Dolphins, Jalen Ramsey. Uh, getting the picks and everything like that. And obviously Tyreek Hill doing his thing with 146 yards and a touchdown. So the cheetah is, is definitely on the move in South Beach. Good win for the Dolphins. Now the question for the Dolphins is, can they beat the big boys? Yeah, that's in the yes. AFC. They can beat all the middlings and the dregs, but can they beat the big, can they beat the Buffaloes? Hmm. And really, the Buffaloes ain't even there right now. You know what I'm saying? Can they beat? Can they beat the Ravens? Yeah. Can they beat the Chiefs? Mm. Can they beat the, <laughs> the Browns? Beat the Browns. <laughs> can they beat the Jaguars? Can they beat the Steelers? Yeah. Because they can against all the Midland teams and everything. Don't get me wrong. Also. Oakland, I mean, Las Vegas, excuse me, sorry. I want to get canceled. Las <laughs> Vegas has played with a renewed vigor under Pierce. Yes, their coach. new head coach, yes. Yes. Yes, well, here's another game. That, speaking of, of uh, we don't want to get canceled, the Commanders and not the former Washington football team, former right, blank. Right. Don't We're not going to call it a giant. Yeah, giant. <laughs> Redskin potatoes? Anybody for? Don't uh, you say you. that? <laughs> I said redskin potatoes. Don't <laughs> say I, that. I, 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 I. Ah. Okay. All right. Well, Giants. G Commanders. Well, they didn't look in a commanding mood yesterday because they lost thirty-one to nineteen to the New York Football Giants. Uh, Sam Howell three picks for the uh, for Washington and Tommy DeVito, uh, not related to Danny DeVito, uh, but he had three touchdowns. Um, Ron Rivera is about to be doing the Super Bowl shuffle out of Washington soon. Mm. I think we are the Bears shuffling crew, shuffling out of Washington is what I do because, <laughs> oh, yeah, we're gonna click, we're gonna click this up, Keith. We're feeling you it, you like sports show. You cannot lose to New York Giants at home. No, no, you can't. <laughs> Especially with no Saquon Barkley and no Daniel Jones. Mm, you cannot. Mm, mm. And I'm going to be honest. Remember what I said a week ago? When this will probably be the enemy shot to be the coach very soon? Yeah. yeah it's well, coming. <laughs> you better sleep in with the enemy. It's you coming, uh, yeah. Yeah, because he's sleeping with the enemy. You keep losing like that. <laughs> yeah. You, and wake up time. You're fired, Riverboat Ron. Uh, Super Bowl, the Super Bowl shuffle is out of Washington. Coming out. <laughs> well, let's, let's go down the coast a little bit from Washington where the Cowboys get a commanding 33-10 to 10 over the Carolina Panthers. What I found uh, cool in this game, Deron Bland with his fourth pick six this ties the nfl record last person to do it was on the eagles in 1993 do you know who that was who was it eric allen eric Damn. allen wow yes. it seemed like dallas last two years first it was Diggs, and then Diggs passed over the pick six touch yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh my god um yep. how about them cowboys 
How about them Cowboys? Yeah, they're getting the How about them Cowboys? Cowboys seven and three, two. Oh, yes, they are seven and three. Well, the Panthers dropped to one and nine. Now, here's a, a good question. So, obviously, they got Bryce Young, who uh, had another Bryce Young game, 16 of 29, 123 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. So, uh, but, but you get them a weapon maybe with their first pick and, or, and trade it down and maybe get Marvin Harrison Jr. to Carolina. That's a possibility. Figure yeah. out something because, um, <laughs> yeah, whoever made the decision to take Bryce Young. Overseas, Jay Stroud <laughs> is kind of shaking in their boots right now. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder who made I, that decision. Yeah, well, it doesn't turn out to be well as of now. <sighs> I would say it's the right one, but let's go down to another uh, exciting game. We're going further down the coast, but we'll hit up the Tennessee Titans fourteen, the Jacksonville Jaguars thirty-four. Trevor Lawrence with two TDs, and uh, the Titans are. I would say they're kind of done. <laughs> you know, um, let's see. Um, well, Will Levis going. Will Levis going through the Ricky Blues right now. You know. Yeah, he had his up. He had a better second half yesterday yeah. at two touchdowns. But uh, yeah, overall, and I'd say honestly, who watched that game? Nobody. <laughs> no, nobody. Nobody. Even, even Jacksonville. <laughs> honestly, it, Jacksonville is supposed to win that game. Yeah, they're and now you know, seven and three. Yeah. And you know, Peterson is pissed off with that squad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I you know what? I think Jacksonville is one of the, the, the for seven and three in, in having their franchise quarterback because Trevor Lawrence is there, unlike the Browns who are seven and three without, you know, Deshaun. It's like they are the most boring seven and three. Like there's something yeah. like. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, hey, it is what it is, but they were supposed to win that game. Yeah, and well, they they they, they really did. see Tennessee beating Jacksonville. <laughs> Could this be For Mike Vrabel's last year? Could this be Mike in in Tennessee? Ah, uh, no, they're going. I mean, they're three and seven now. They're three and seven. So yeah, but you gotta look at it. Look at the dynamics. Your quarterback yeah. was hurt, and yeah. this team, everybody knew coming in that this would kind of like wait be a. Starting over year for Tennessee, if you think about it. But but here's the thing: you, so you got a rookie quarterback in Will Levis, and and maybe obviously you got uh, Hopkins that you brought in. Obviously, he's not a long term answer, but their defense, their defense has been eroded over the last couple of years, and that's the biggest mm-hmm. issue I think in Tennessee is they need to fix that defense. Yes. Yeah. So yes. we'll see how that goes. But uh, moving on to to, to a, a, a a brighter spot in the NFL. And I'm not talking about the Arizona Cardinals because they went to, to Houston to play the Texans and lost 21 to 16 in a more competitive game than, than what it was rolled out to be. But the Texans now are six and four and in the playoff hunt. CJ Stroud did throw three picks, did throw two touchdowns, 336 yards. So he he kind of made up for that. Kyler Murray, yeah, once again, 20 of 30, 214 yards, a touchdown. Did have 51 yards rushing. Obviously, there's not much help in Arizona. That team's not good. Yeah, you know, and it's the second game back since the surgery. So, yeah. And plus, who really watched? Once again, nobody. <laughs> nobody. 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 And I mean, honestly, you know, Arizona is probably playing for Maserati Marv, too. Yeah, yeah, I would I would agree with that. Well, Either Maserati Marv or Mr. Will. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> yeah. Williams. It's one of the two. Yeah, if they if they move on from Murray, which I could see them doing that honestly. Um, let's go to the Bay Area where 
Baker in the Bucks uh, lost to uh, uh, Purdy doom, in the doom, Niners, twenty-seven doom, to fourteen. Purdy three. He did. He pulled the three, three magic number out there because he had three touchdowns and three hundred and thirty-three yards passing. Looks like the 49ers have uh, fixed their ills here. Excellent pick four number in the pick four, by the way. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Oh, for real, for real. And you got to think about this. San Francisco did that against a pretty decent Tampa Bay defense. They, yes. Yeah, that's a pretty decent defense. And it looked like all the ills that they were going through with the injuries and all that is solved. Then you also add that you added Chase Young also to that defensive line. Mm. Yeah, the rich get richer. The rich get richer, it seems. <laughs> yes. Well, here's a game that we picked on the Lockdown Sports 216. And I went with Buffalo. You went with the New York Jets. I believe it was 32 to 6 or something like that. I didn't even put the final Ooh. score because it got ugly. Ooh. But uh, yeah, it looks like the Bills, they say their Bills are back. I just think the Jets had a letdown game. Now they go in with uh, Tim Boyle over uh, Zach Wilson at quarterback. I think the the the, the dam is uh, broken in, in uh, for the you, Jets. You know what kills me about some of these NFL teams, and I'm going to be honest. And a lot of these teams, even ours, I'm going to say this, even ours, not to be critical, sat on their ass and they should have signed Carson Wentz mm. as a backup. Yeah, I mean. Especially it's... in a year where the Jets are in the same situation the Browns were in where everything had to work. <laughs> yeah everything had to work it wasn't no seven and ten and it looked like it might be worse than seven and ten because now you done benched your wonder boy draft pick <laughs> who this is not the first time he's been benched nope <laughs> it's about the third or the fourth He's like yeah. Jason and stuff on Friday the 13th. Where you just see how many? Back. There's a million. Yeah, right, right. And now you bringing in Boyle as your quarterback now. Mm -hmm. Sailor's days might be numbered. They might be. I'll tell you what, a, a game that was competitive. Like I said, I don't know who was watching it unless you're, but the Rams. And rod will probably be home for Christmas. That's probably right. Won't be no Rams comeback. Set, yeah, right, right. That's, yeah. <laughs> 2024. There you go. There you go. Rams 17, Seahawks 16. Seahawks choked away. You know, the uh, the Rams overcame a 10-point deficit, so Matthew Stafford getting it done. Seahawks dropped to 6-4. and four. Rams go to 4-7. and seven. They're not doing anything anyways. But the Seahawks, you got to – for a team that, you know, it wants to stay competitive in the in the uh, playoff race, that was not a, a good – and now they got swept by the, uh, the Rams again this year. So that not a bad loss for them. Very bad loss, and if I'm not mistaken, I need to look at something real quick, okay. real quick, real quick. Let me just go back to, let's go back to yesterday, Seattle, 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 LA Rams, let's see, yes. let's go, oh, no, no, not that, not that, not that, that's okay, let's go here to the stats, go here to the Rams, oh, Carson Wentz didn't come in. Oh, okay. But Matt Stafford that got hurt in the game, I think, if I'm mistaken. Oh, did but, okay. And Geno Smith that got hurt in the game too. Geno returned too, but um, that's a crucial loss for Seattle. Very yeah. crucial loss. I mean, 
Mm. What? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. Like I said. Uh, uh, but I wasn't impressed with Seattle. I no, I wasn't. What? No, they're not. They're, yeah, there's Geno Smith. If you go by uh, common opponents, Seattle done played. They played Baltimore and got dusted. Yeah. Um. Then Seattle played Cleveland, and due to a lapse in judgment and situational play calling, they came ahead. Let's just say that. Yeah. They got gifted to win. Well, go. not gifted, but I mean, just saying, it was just. It was just a mess. It shouldn't have happened, Kevin. (laughs) No, Kevin is shitting us, but Kevin, we forgive you. (laughs) But we are. But I don't know about Seattle for real. No, they're. And Gino has came back to earth. Yeah. Well, I think we're giving that game too much time. Moving on. Too much energy. Yeah, too much. Broncos. 21 Vikings 20 on the Sunday night football game. Now the Vikings got their five game win streak snap Broncos on a four game winning streak Browns head to Denver this Sunday. So uh, Russell Wilson looks like he's uh, somewhat getting better. I, I don't know, but I mean, well, we'll see. Well, to be honest, Russ wasn't a problem this year. No, not this year. Not this year. Not this year. He wasn't a problem this year. That the problem defense. was that defense in them first. Yeah. Five yeah. games. <laughs> that was the problem. Yeah. And now, see, I mean, now oh, I'm about to say Seattle. Oh my God. We got to get off that. We got to get out of it. Done with Seattle. Canceled. And here it is. I'm saying Seattle when I seen Sierra. And, oh. Okay. Hey, Denver. Now. Nothing wrong with that. Game. It sure that. isn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Denver's defense since that 70 point debacle against Miami have been lights out. And Mr. O'Connell, don't never put your quarterback in harm's way like you did mm. early in the game. Because, well, I thought Josh Dobbs was done because he got mm. stuck. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, not a good uh, predicament to be in. He got no. woke up. <laughs> he did. He did. Um, Obviously, there was a Thursday night game that we, I mean, obviously the Bengals lost the Ravens 34-20. Obviously, we know Burrow's out for the year. Mark Andrews out for the year. That only helps us, our Browns. <laughs> Happy trails, Joe Burrow and Mark Andrews. See you in 2024. For real, for real. I hope both of y'all make swift recoveries and be ready to play next year. For real, for real. Because what people don't understand is I don't like to see people get hurt. For real, for real. I might hate the team. I might. I hate the Bengals and I hate the Ravens. Yes. <laughs> you notice it gets more coarser and coarser. I could tell. I could definitely I feel it. Yeah. But with that being said, I don't like to see people lose key players to injuries. No. Especially coming from our place because we done lost Chubb. We done lost. Um, Lots Watson. Sean. I mean, the we done lost our starting Conklin. right tackle, Conklin. Yeah. Yeah. And we done lost Jedrick Wills for four weeks. Yes. So get healthy, fellas. See yeah. you next year and yep. stuff. And, you know, have a happy holidays. Well, you did say a, a key word in your uh, description there. You said swift recovery. Speaking of swift, 
We have the mm-hmm. Eagles and the Chiefs tonight on Monday Night Football Preview. Now, I hear Taylor has to make up a concert because I guess somebody had died at one of her concerts or got or whatever like huh? that down in Buenos Aires <laughs> or one of those. Ah. So, so she's so she's doing a makeup concert tonight. So she will not actually be at the game, I hear. But uh, so we got Eagles and Chiefs. Yeah. She not gonna be there for the Kelseys. No. Wait a minute. Are their parents still going to meet? I I I hope so. I, I what what will we ever do if they don't? <laughs> wow, because I thought Autumn was all supposed to meet, and I thought oh. Kanye was supposed to be there <laughs> to introduce them all, and everything is just going to be a kumbaya moment mm. in the middle of the uh, rematch. Of the they're just going to have to play football. They're just going to have to play football tonight. And what do you see happening? Wow, oh. um, <laughs> I see I see the Chiefs winning, honestly. Okay, I do. I see the Chiefs on because Philadelphia hasn't been lights out this year. But honestly, for them not to be lights out this year, and I had this discussion with my brother um, Romeo Rodriguez. Shout out to Romeo Rodriguez. Yeah, he's a big Philly fan, and I told him a week or two ago they haven't really necessarily been lights out, but but they do what it takes to win the game. But that luck is going to run out tonight. Okay. Well, like I said, I I picked uh, the uh, Eagles winning 27-24. You had the Chiefs winning 27-24. So that'll be a fun little. uh, Andy Reid loves sticking it to Philadelphia anytime he can. And and also, you got Mahomes. You can never count Mahomes out. I mean, Mahomes done had his his receiving core. If you take Kelsey out the receiving core, this has been the worst they've ever been. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, and no. they're still seven and two. <laughs> makes you sick. Makes me sick. Makes me sick. Makes me sick. They're still seven and two. Uh, Think about mm. if he'd had DeAndre Hopkins or somebody. Let's not say we did because I. I mean, just saying, some... you know, because this what kills me about teams and stuff like that. And I'll say this, and um. People will say, like, here in Cleveland, we got a problem with that. Where people say, oh, we don't need that guy. The hell you don't. <laughs> the hell you don't. The hell you don't. Think about this. Can you name a receiver that make catches besides Elijah Moore and Amari Cooper? And I'm not talking about tight ends. They don't count. And I ain't talking about the other running backs. They don't count. But if, heaven forbid, if something happened, to more Cooper, we're in trouble. That's an understatement. <laughs> For real. And yeah. I told some people that before the preseason that we should have went out and tried to get Hopkins. And yeah. it's like, no, we don't need him. I'm like, uh, we got the kicker. We now we, we should have got the wide receiver as well. So sometimes you got to make sure you get many corners turned. No question, you ain't going to be able to get all the corners turned. Right. But you got to get as Hopefully. many as you can. Yeah, well, Keith, I appreciate you. We went around the NFL, but yes. now we're going to pay some bills, I guess. It's, it's time to pay the Alrighty. bills. Yeah, pay the bills. So that means it's Dubby time. If you want an energy drink that you can time mix at do home. the that, Dubby. Yeah, the Dubby <laughs> that you can mix at home that doesn't give you the jitters or make you crash. If so, then try Dubby. 
Their products have no calories, no sugar, no maltodextrin. I said it right, but I don't want it in my, my products. They don't have it, so that's a good thing. No fillers and no artificial colors. W has great flavors such as Dragonade, Galaxy Grenade, Beach and Peach, and Dub Sludge. So head on over to W.GG and use the coupon code We Like Sports to save 10% off your order. So you want to do that. And also, also, you want to check out the Snooze You Lose podcast. Uncle Joe, the Black Bookie, he'll get you set with a Sunday Snooze You Lose pick of the week. So who doesn't want to add more coin to their purse and also uh, have fun while they're watching that coin. Get biggity, biggity, bang, high, stack it, stack it, stack it. So you want to do that. So And Titan Nutrition, you want a good protein product, then head on over to titan.net oh, backslash we like sports, Titan Nutrition. They got some good products over there. So you want to check that out. And also, also at We Like Sports, we have the We Like Sports uh, pc.com so head on over there great articles like keith when he has his top 10 so that'll be on uh we like sports pc.com so head on over to our website yes, get, to, get the clicks over there we like that and also head on over to at we like sports pc on x formerly twitter uh we're over three thousand followers right now so congratulations to us oh, for over the 3k yeah, so that's what's, that's up. what's up so good, good stuff yes, for us sir. What's up? It's your boy Uncle Joe the Black Bookie. Don't go anywhere as you're listening to the We Like Sports Podcast. Once the show is over, tune in and subscribe to the Snooze You Lose Podcast, available on all streaming platforms. Our show is a sports and a sports betting podcast where the motto is and always will be win together, lose together. So tune in and like I always say, snooze you lose. What's going on, We Like Sports Podcast fans? We wanted to take the time to tell you about our great friends at Sidelines Sports Bar and Grill. Sidelines is known to have the best wings in the Cleveland area, with over 30 different wing flavors, including our favorite, the Spicy Honey Blast. Sidelines also has their steak special every Wednesday, all day, for only $9. You get a perfect 8-ounce strip steak served with your choice of a baked potato or fries with a side salad with the dressing of your choice. This great deal is for dining only. Stop in to see our friends at Sideline Sports Bar and Grill at 1165 Pearl Road in Brunswick, Ohio. Again, that's 1165 Pearl Road in Brunswick, Ohio. Or give them a call for takeout at 330-220-0888. 330-220-0888. Sideline Sports Bar and Grill for nights you never remember, but the friends you'll never forget. Doing, doing, doing good things right there. So uh, let's talk it. So let's talk about this because... Um, Let's talk some college football. Can't get the – so what we're going to do is Michigan beat Maryland this past week. Got a 1,000 victories. Now, Keith, mm-hmm. I checked this out a little bit. I did a little investigation. Okay. Found out that not all of the Michigan Wolverines victories were against colleges. Some of them really? were against – High schools, Keith. High schools. They they beat. I, 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 yeah, Ann Arbor. There, there, there was some of them. They, they and, I, and I didn't do all of the investigation. I, I happened to get on Twitter and see high schools. High schools. They beat high Isn't schools. Isn't that an NCAA violation? I think you might be right. But so they got a thousand victories. So I think I think what the caveat here is they have a thousand victories. That may be true. You have a thousand victories over high schoolers uh maybe 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 i don't know how far they go back but did they beat helen keller uh did they beat Mm. uh (laughs) you know the elephant man uh Mm. did they beat uh you know oompa loompas who are we talking about here who are we talking about that's mm. 
So, so there's your thousand victories. Hail to the victors when you're beating high schoolers. So there we go. The hell with the victors. <laughs> Thank you, Keith. Well, speaking of the other side of the game, we have the Ohio State Buckeyes. Like, like uh, Gus Johnson would say, the world famous Ohio. Dun, 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 dun. Let's go. Yes. Let's go. So uh, let's see. They routed the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Harrison got his touchdown. McCord looked good. 20 of 30 passing. Travion Henderson, healthy, running the football with that speed burst. So obviously they were going to play high noon, that the time that it always should be played, noon, on Saturday. What do you see happening in Ann Arbor? Mm. Mm. Trevion Henderson would be a difference maker. Yeah. With his speed and his breakaway ability and everything. And Trevion, you won't really be able to key on Marvin Harrison as much, but one of those other receivers has to step up. Because mm. if I'm Michigan, I'm just saying this. If I'm Michigan, I'm double teaming Harrison. He's not going to beat me. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, on the outside, I'm just saying. And all Ohio State needs to go along with Trebion Harrison is for Cal McCord just to be competent on Saturday. Yeah, I, I agree with that. No turnovers, no, no turnovers. Yeah, and some good crisp throws and try to involve the tight end too a lot too. Cade Stover, yes, the former Cade Stover. Sure. And you know what was nice last last game against the Golden Gophers was they got him involved a lot during the game plan. And I think that's what they need to get back to because it opens up the middle of the field. Then with Harrison, you can like I said, he's on the outside. He he sometimes comes in and can play on the inside. You got a Mecca Abuka, you got uh Tate, I mean uh, J- Julian Fleming. I mean, the Buckeyes are obviously well, well, well loaded with talent at yes. the wide receiver position. So it'll be fun to see what they what they do there. But like you said, yes. I think the key to the game is running the football with Trey Vion, stopping now. I think stopping Blake Corum yes. and the Michigan Wolverines. Yes. Yeah, they have to control the line of scrimmage against Michigan. Yeah. The just, last two years that Ohio State has lost, they got beat in the trenches. They got beat in the trenches. And now last year, they got beaten in the trenches. Then on top of that, allowed too many big plays. Yeah. Well, that was, yeah. Well, Jim Knowles, this, this is his second season. And I think that, yes. you know, last year they, they, the defense got better, but they were still susceptible to giving up the big plays. You saw that against Georgia in the, in the semifinal game. But this yes. year, this year, they really This haven't. year, they've been lights out this year, for real, for yep. real. And I would say if you have to, you got to eliminate Coram. Gotta eliminate I, I think that's number one. I think that's number one. Make McCarthy try to be a superstar. I agree. And he's uh he's got a little injury. I don't know. He's make banged up a little bit. Yeah. Make him try to turn into Caleb Williams. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I, I would agree with that. Now it's gonna be obviously a little bit different because you don't have Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines. I think um, does that take to me as a Buckeye? That doesn't take anything away for me because I don't know. I mean, besides seeing Jim during the game and they'll pan in on him, you know, during different games and talk about it, I don't really care. I, I care what the players do on the field more or less. Yes, yes. Ohio State has to get this win. They have uh, to. Oh, it, I know. It, I, 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 I definitely care. They gotta get this win. Plus, they get this win. I probably won't speak to my son until Christmas. Is that a good thing? 
Yeah, you know, it ain't nothing beautiful than having a gloat. Because I'm going to mm. tell you what he did to me last year. Tell, tell the world. Tell the world, Keith. Now, I did an Ohio State pregame and an Ohio State postgame. Do okay. you know during the Ohio State postgame, I didn't even log on and I had about five comments mm. on my board, all from him. Mm. Gee, what happened? Mm, don't look too good for the Buckeyes, huh? You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's time to return the favor, Ryan Day. Thank you. Don't make this difficult, Ryan. You can do it. Plus, you know, hey, if you don't, you already know what it might yeah, be. Yeah, well. Unfortunately. But I don't even see Ohio State moving off of them, for real, for real, even if they do lose to me. No, I don't I don't think so, because next year you're coming back with Kyle McCord. they got to get a new quarterback next year. It's very favorable. Next year, the Buckeyes are going to win next year. I would I yeah. would think so. Yeah. So you're not going to get rid of them. No, you're not going to get rid of them. Plus 38-2 and two in the Big Ten. I know. My goodness. <laughs> plus Man. plus all the the top recruits that he gets. You don't want to lose that. I don't know. I, I think oh, it's kind of it's childish. I understand people plus, are emotional. Who but. would you hire? Thank you. Thank you. I guess I mean, you'd have to keep Ryan Hartline. Hartline, I guess. I don't know. I mean, you I don't mean, want to lose that. You, you, I mean, Ryan Hartline is good with the receivers. But I'm not trusting him. The head guy. I know. Right? I know. Right? No, I'm with you. No. Well, major injury. Speaking of, we'll, we'll go. We'll talk about that. I, I want to talk about the implications of the college football playoff because we had Florida State play this week, and they got past their opponent 58-13. Uh, to 13. But they lost Travis mm. Jordan, their quarterback, to a horrific injury on his ankle. Um, that obviously hurt them because Washington passed them in the in the AP poll. At least now the now the playoff poll comes out tomorrow. But but not, number one is Georgia. Number two, Ohio State. Ohio State passed Michigan. Number Michigan's now number three. Washington uh, four. Florida State five. Oregon six. And this is the AP poll. This AP poll I'm talking about. Well, right you now. know, so, truthfully. The only poll counts is the one that really matters tomorrow. is tomorrow. I get, I get it's I get tomorrow. It. You know, it is what it is. Because I look at Ohio State as number two anyway, even though I agree. I'm still yeah. wondering how in the hell did you drop the Buckeyes from number one? But yet the Buckeyes done played the most difficult schedule of all four of those teams, five of those teams. Right. I will say one thing watching Georgia play recently. Now they went to Rocky Top and crushed Tennessee, and you know, they got uh, Brock Bowers back. They're looking like the. I mean, their quarterback play uh, with Carson Beck. I mean, they're looking like the number one team. Uh, mm, but but like I don't know it. how. What? But they have to face Bama next month in the SEC championship <laughs> game. That is, that, is, that is set. Yeah, they got to face Bama, and Bama is like a hurricane. They're looking good. Think about looking it. Real good. After they bench Milro that one game, after that they have been lights out. <laughs> and You're not don't lying. be surprised. I'm telling y'all, because really nobody's really seen Alabama too much. No. This year, if you really think about it. But Jalen Miro, that dude is the truth. He's, he's a baller. That quarterback. A baller. Yes. Mm. I'm telling you. So Georgia got their hands full. I tell you what's going to be a good one. Now Washington went up and played Oregon State in a nice rainy game. Uh, Fifty. That was, that was actually the, a good game. That was a good good game. Yeah. <laughs> um. So obviously it looks it looks like another collision course for uh, Washington and Oregon in the Pac-12 title game. I think Oregon is probably the best team in the country. One loss team, but they might be the best team in the country. They might be. 
I think Oregon is better than Washington. I do too. Their defense is a little bit. I agree. <laughs> but but Lannon, yeah, got their head coach Dan Lanning. He, he, oh. situational football, Mister Lanning. Yeah, situational so, football might get you in the college playoff this year. Yeah, but I think I'll, I think he'll have redemption. I mean, if they beat if he beats Washington and there's another because I think Florida State might lose. They got to play Louisville in the uh, ACC title game, and like you said, I think if Alabama defeat, I mean, there's going to be no some Jordan, upsets. No Jordan Travis. Mm, yeah, that's, that's going to be tough. Do you think? Do you think if Ohio State goes up to Michigan and say they lose a close one, do you think both of them could get in like last year? Um. Washington would have to lose. Well, they would lose to Oregon in the Pac-12 yeah, title game. Georgia would have to lose. Yeah, that ain't happening. Almost everybody <laughs> would have to follow suit and lose with Ohio State. Okay, That's well, I mean, it's happened before. Look at 2008. It's when, happened uh, before. But yeah. if Ohio State is number one in those computer rankings, I mean, it's in yeah, those in rankings, the- Yep. They might not fall as hard. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. They yeah. might tr- fall to four then. They might they fall didn't... to four. Yeah. They might fall to four because you got to think about it. If you lose to Michigan, up in Michigan. I know. So that's a close it's, game too. And yeah. it's close. Yeah. The committee is not going to look too far bad at Ohio State. Yeah, because even last it, year, they lost bad at home last year to Michigan. Yeah, they got at, blew out at home last year. At home, year, and they and still got still in. Still forgave them. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, for real, for real. And think about this also. You have to go about all the schedules. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great great point. Ohio State had to go to Notre Dame. They had to go to Wisconsin. And winning in Notre Dame and winning in Wisconsin ain't easy. No. At all. Especially winning in Notre Dame as USC. Yeah, yeah. That's a good – yeah, you're right. And Notre Dame – and they had to play um who else did Ohio State play? They played somebody else. They played Penn State season. at home. They, they, that was a good one. They had to go, they had to play Penn State at home. And now yeah. you gotta go to Michigan on the road this year. Yeah. And if they come close, close. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Say it's a field goal game or they yeah, or whatever. It's a like field that. goal game decided in the last minute or whatever. Right. It will most likely can... forgive them. I would I would think. I would hope because let's be real. Ohio State, hey. Another thing, too, Ohio State hits big dollars. They're like they're like the New York Yankees of of you know they they bring the eyeballs and they bring you know yes they do. Yeah. Well, here's a question. I think if Ohio State wins and say um, Harrison gets a touchdown, is he your Heisman winner? Hmm, <laughs> that's a good question. Or do, um, Penn, or do you think if Michael Penix beats Oregon in the Pac-12? Honestly, whoever wins that Oregon. Between Bo Nix and Michael Penix, Bo Nix and Michael Penix game in the um pack. Okay, we'll be. and then Harrison will finish second. Harrison will finish second. Harrison will have to have a hell of a game. You have to catch for like two hundred something yards. He'll have to pull a Jackson Smith and Jigba in the Rose Bowl. Yes, he would against Michigan. Now, if you do that against that Michigan, against Michigan, yeah, then hell, here's the Heisman Trophy now. Michigan, they'll give it to him on Saturday. Be riding all the way to New York or wherever they do the Heisman Award at. Right. They just give him to him in Ann Arbor then on Saturday. Yes. Just give him the trophy there. Yes, but if he has a big game against Michigan, he has a shot. But I think more than likely it'll probably be Bo Nix or uh, Michael Penix. Penix Jr. Yep. Okay. Well, that's fair. That's Whoever fair. wins okay. that game. But usually the Heisman be um, done way before the Pac-10 championship, don't it? No, actually, I think Pac-12. it's I think it's, it's the December 
13. I think it's after the SEC. I think they do the title games, and then I think it's that Saturday after, I think. Well, if they do the title games and stuff like that, then I think Harrison uh, will have – because truthfully, let's be real. If Ohio State beat Michigan, they'll probably play Iowa, and ain't nobody going to really pay attention to to that game, for real. Nobody's going to really pay attention to that. um, But if he lighted up, yeah. Against Michigan, and they really the only show you're watching at 12 o'clock. And that's gonna be a hard thing to um go go after. Yeah, I I would I agree with that. I agree with that. So well, I think we hit anything else in college you want to hit on. I mean, I think we gosh, I think we hit it. We got Heisman, we got the uh, college football playoff, we got Ohio State, Michigan, which is the game biggest thing. So yeah, I think I, I love college football. I think this time of year is, is the greatest thing because you know one thing about like the NFL is it all plays itself out. The one thing about college football is there's still some politicking going on. There's still, you know, hey, you know, even with the college football playoff, it's like, well, mm-hmm. do you get one lost team or do you take this? And there's something that, you know, maybe it's not right. It's in, in sports should be more objective than subjective. But there's something about that subjectivity about college football. I, I like the drama. I like the drama. Yes. Now, let me ask you this. How do you feel about them next year going to 12 teams instead of yes. four? Here's the thing. It just, I think it waters it down so much because then you're going to have, look, if USC, for instance, okay, has like four losses, five losses this year, they come to the, the Big Ten next year, okay? Say they lose to, you know, they got to go to at Michigan and say they lose to Wisconsin at home, okay? Say they have two or three losses, they're probably getting into this 12 team playoff. And I just think, I don't know. There's, I think maybe eight would have been maybe the tops as far as I would have gone. 12's too many. I would have probably gone six. Six. I like six and have the two with the bye then. Yeah, and yeah. I had the two top with the bye and everything. I yeah. would have went six. Okay. I don't know. Twelve. Uh, oh, I would have went six or eight. I think it diminishes the one. Look, I before with the BCS when Ohio State basically beat Miami in two. And when you had the BCS, you had to go undefeated basically, and that was a little bit okay. So now, now I, I like teams that schedule hard teams. So okay, so I'm like I don't want to punish you for having a hard schedule. And I think with this format, with the four and like I said, even six, I think is even better. Is you, you can still have a hard schedule. Maybe you have one or two losses and still have a chance mm-hmm. to get in. But this twelve team, it, it, it's it's just too twelve. Good. You actually dealing with teams outside the top ten. Yeah, like that's and I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. And now you're gonna see a point next year where, like you said, a seven and four team gonna be championing that they should have got in. And, and yeah, and they might get in depending on who they are. Yes, yes. I mean, I don't, but I don't USC know. wouldn't have got into 12 this year. Not with that defense. Not this, not this year. No, no, no. Not with that defense. Mm-mm. That de- that defense. Oh my. <laughs> oh. That defense is horrendous. And to be now, honest, defense, yeah, that defense is worse than Colorado's defense. Hey, that defense would have lost to those high school teams Michigan was playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that defense would lose to St. Ed's right now. Yeah, well, St. Ed's is pretty good from what I am. Yeah. Yeah. Also, shout out to St. Ed's. Shout out. Yeah, Glenville as well. Glenville as well. Avon. Nice. Autumn Schools. And Charton. Up here, okay. Yeah. Also, um, you got Hilliard something. Bradley, Hilliard Bradley. Who they play St. Ed's Friday? Yeah, because Hilliard Bradley defeated Upper Arlington in double overtime to put. Yeah. 
Let Great me game. ask you something. How many schools that what is Hilliard a city or no? Okay, so what? Hilliard. Okay, one thing about Columbus is you have you have your, your suburbs: Dublin, Hilliard, Pickerington, Gahanna, Grove City. All the all the suburbs in uh, Columbus they all have like three high schools. Like Hilliard has there three is. high schools. You have Hilliard, Davidson, Hilliard, Darby, Hilliard, Bradley. Pickerington has Pickerington North, Pickerington Central, and they're getting another one. Uh, Westerville has what? Westerville North, Westerville South, Westerville Central. Yeah. Dublin has Dublin Kaufman, Dublin Jerome, and Dublin Sayota. All the all the all the suburb. It's just like in Cleveland how you have like North Olmsted, Brunswick, but yeah. in, the, in Columbus each suburb has three high schools. Damn, them suburb populations that big. Well, each suburb is like forty thousand, probably. Yeah, they're big. They're big suburbs. Wow. We don't see. We don't have as many suburbs as, as the Cleveland area, but yeah. su- but the suburbs we have around two seventy. Because basically, you know, we're, we've got Columbus and everything's around it. You know, Dublin, Hilliard, this, that. everything okay. that's around Columbus is a big suburb. So we have like maybe 15, 15 to 20 suburbs. You guys have like 50 to, you know. You got like 50 to 60. 60 <laughs> suburbs. And that's the difference. That's yeah. the difference. Okay. I got you. Oh, okay. I yeah. was wondering, I was like, Hilliard, I'm like, damn. Hilliard, Brad- that, Hilliard Bradley is the newest one of the Hilliards too, the Jaguars. Really? Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Man, interesting. I remember Hilliard Davidson, you know, my son. Hilliard Davidson won 2006 and like 2008. They, went, they beat Glenville. In the, they beat Glenville in the state championship. They went for two year. and beat them or did something. Yeah. They ran the same play. That's that the wing team. That wing team. Yep. Yep. Damn, I hate that damn offense. They ran that same play. I'm going to tell you something. A year or two <laughs> before, because Hilliard Davidson played mentor in the state Oh, yeah, that's right. Now. That's right. Yep. yep. Yes. Hilliard Davidson couldn't stop mentor, but the problem was mentor couldn't stop couldn't Hilliard, stop Hilliard Davidson. Davidson. Yeah. And then at the end, Hilliard Davidson ran that same goddamn play. That's what they did. They ran against Glenville a year or two later. If it makes you feel better, my alma mater, the Grove City Greyhounds, and their one their biggest rival is Hilliard Davidson, beat Hilliard Davidson this year in the playoffs. So, so yeah, good. They still run that wing T stuff. No, they well, the Hilliard Davidson still kind of different variations, not quite as much. But Probably yeah, a little more pass on now. A little bit now. more, but they're not so good at it. So they should maybe go back to them. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Go back man. to 1950s football. Hey, you know it's crazy about that game. Glenville should have blew them away. They should have. They had the better athletes. Oh, my gosh. God. They should have blew them away. I, they should have blew them away. And I'm going to tell you, that was the longest ride from Canton oh. ever. Could imagine Ugh. it was cold. It seemed like when <laughs> went up ahead, it's like the temperature got 20 degrees colder after that. Mm. It was like, Ugh. that was an ugly, ugly day, ugly oh. day, and to lose it well, like that. But shout out to all the high schools, yes, that yeah. are competing in the state semifinals for real, for real. Yeah. Shout I think out to I- all y'all. I think Ohio football, especially uh, high school football, in, in the, the playoff system, it's one of the best in, in, the, in the country. Yes. Without a doubt. Ohio yeah. football is the best. I agree. Well, I mean, the Texas people it. are going to argue with us, but uh, of course, whatever. You're going to have Texas and Florida argue with us yeah. in California, but Morgan. Ohio is yeah. tops. Tops, yeah. And we're better than tops. Pennsylvania, so that big 33 yes. or whatever they talk about. Yes. Let's go. You know, let's do something. I, I got a bunch of sports, but I was going to pick baseball. And let's go basketball. I want to talk. I want to talk about our Cleveland Cavaliers. 
They beat, da- they beat the Denver it. Nuggets yesterday. Keith, talk about that. Did you watch it or did you pay attention? I watched a little bit. Of, I watched the second half primarily. Okay. And the Cavs really had their way with the Nuggets for real. Jokic was, Jokic was out for a while. He had five fouls early. Okay. He had five fouls in the third quarter. Nice. And the Nuggets just couldn't get right, and the Cavs laid it on them and everything. Talk about talk about this guy for me, because I I, I I I I'll be honest with you. I know the Cavs are seven and six. I have not paid attention as much as I wanted to, but they got a they rookie, won three Craig straight. Or Craig Porter Jr. Talk man. talk to talk to the we like sports people about this cat. Man, that dude is nice. Where's and... he, like, what is what what kind of player is he? <laughs> what, what, who is this guy? Where did he come from? Talk talk. Educate me. Educate me. He's an athletic point guard. Okay. He played at Wichita State. The Shockers. Yes. Played at Wichita mm-hmm. State. He's like, he played, I think, all four years. I don't know if he played all four years at Wichita State. Okay. But he did graduate as a senior from Wichita State. And the thing is, the curve is where a lot of the kids that don't get drafted come out. As seniors, they're more equipped and more mature enough to handle the NBA game because they played mm-hmm. for so many years in the college game. And when he's gotten his chance, he's done well. That's what Real. I see. I, I see his and, name a lot. And I see a yes. lot of people talking about him. And with Ty Jerome being hurt, I don't know what's going on with him. Mm. Porter has shined. Ty, Last I two games. Last two games, he scored in double figures coming off the bench. I love to see that. I love to see that. Um, also, too, yesterday in, in the game, uh, no Donovan Mitchell, correct? Correct. But Darius, Darius, see, that's the okay. So here's the thing now: the whole Garland Mitchell thing. Can they coexist? I don't know. I'm gonna say this: the one thing I will say, and I love, I like Donovan Mitchell, but it seems like when it's just Darius. And the gang, the ball moves. Moves. The ball moves. And nothing against Donovan. Donovan, the ball sticks. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying, the ball sticks. And sometimes some people be left out, you know, sometimes. Here's the thing. Okay, so a couple two was it two seasons ago the Cavs you know barely you know missed the playoffs. I know they lost the, they got mm-hmm. the play in or whatever like that, and they lost to Brooklyn and lost to Atlanta at home. But that team you had Jared Allen and you had Darius Garland and you know they won the rookie skills challenge or whatever like that. And I thought you know the, the ball movement that we had and I saw and then we traded for Donovan Mitchell and yeah of course we got our fifty wins and things like that. But it just seemed like to your point it just seems like we were building something building something kind of like the Utah Jazz with. Stockton Malone and all the other guys ahead where the ball would move. And then it's like you get Mitchell and it's like, yeah, you're going to appease him and get the ball because he's such a scorer. But it seems like at, right. at the detriment of the development of Mobley, at the detriment of the development of Allen and, and kind of the chemistry, it seemed like it kind of it, it got stifled. Yeah, yeah. And also you also got to look at it with this, like with Mobley, for instance, and I'm going to say this, and people, how can I say it? People might get offended when I say this. I don't think Mobley is that guy. Okay. Far as offensively, far as him shoot, all of you hearing him that he needs to shoot the three and all this stuff. And I don't see it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. But, but, but 
Mobley can still get you 18 and 10. Yes. Every day. Yeah. He can get you 18. He's a double double now. Yeah. With I agree. No yeah, offensive game. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you just gotta let Mobley be him. And the one move they might have to make in the future is they're gonna have to probably decide who is gonna be the big man in the future. If it's gonna yeah, be is Mobley it gonna be yeah, or uh, or Allen. Yeah, but I don't really want to get rid of Allen either. I, I don't either. He had a great game yesterday too. Yes, I mean he brings because honestly, to be honest, tell you the truth, Allen is more comfortable shooting than Mobley is. Yeah, he is. I know that's the thing we got to get. And the Mobley. thing with Mobley is that where where people are underestimating the fact is that Mobley is the ultimate team guy. Yeah. He doesn't have to really, how can I say, score big to have an right. imprint on the game. Yeah. You'll have an imprint playing defense, blocking shots. And people trying to compare him with, like, trying to have him be like Porzingis, Giannis. Yeah. And I honestly don't think he's ever going to be that. I don't, I don't see him that prolific Chet of a or somebody. I never see – I don't see him being – be that he's more like an ilk of like a Bill Russell type guy. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm okay with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that because that dude got 11 rings. Yeah, I'm okay <laughs> with that. But he's more like a Bill Russell type of guy. And I think eventually he's going to be their five in the future. Okay. Uh, you can get a bomb ass power forward, stretch four, athletic stretch four that can shoot and all that. Cavs will be championship ready. And if you do that, because honestly, I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't really, I don't think Mitchell's long for here. I'm not going to speculate. And say okay. So you're saying, so you're saying basically whether when you figure out that he's not trade him for some assets that can get you maybe that big four that you're talking about. That, but that the problem shoot. is yeah. you might not get too many access if he's on I know, a because, one year yeah. deal. Yeah, I know. It's one of those. Uh, yeah. But if you can get you an athletic, Four athletic four that can shoot and all that to go with Mobley. LeBron, come home. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron, right? He solves a lot of problems, doesn't he? Doesn't he not solve a lot of problems? Yeah, he solves a lot of problems, but now he's about 40 years, about to be 40 years old. But if they we win the can East get with LeBron, we win the East with LeBron, right? True. True. And also, I think eventually, and I'm going to say this, the guy, your number two guard, most likely is going to be Imani Bates if he continues to I stay like, focused. Okay. He's going to be your number two guard because then it's more of a fit. See, the problem is with Garland and Mitchell is, Garland and Mitchell is they both 6'1", 6'2". I know. you need. I need that size to, to cut. Yeah. Yeah. They both six one six two, and they both gotta have the ball. Yep. Where, let's just say, Bates keeps balling out for the charge and everything. I think he's gonna probably play more in the rotation in the second half of the year. I agree with that. Half. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he just biding his time basically. But next year, your lineup can look like this next year. And I, don't, I hate saying next year, but. You can have a lineup of Garland, Bates, um, Struess, yep, Mobley. Mobley, and whoever yeah. you get to play the four. Yeah. 
Well, you get to play the four. I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. I mean, look, I think sometimes when you stand put and you just hope they're going to get better, I I don't know, like you said, with this chemistry, I want to build towards something. And if if Mitchell's not going to be here, I kind of want to just see what, I don't know. I I don't want to say get rid of them, but at the same time, like, I don't know, maybe now is better than not getting much for them later on. I don't know. I don't know. But I think maybe I'm, I, maybe I'm stupid. Something. Maybe I'm stupid. Maybe he's gonna sign. Maybe you know, I hear people all the time. Mitchell's just you doing never this know. Week. You know, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Because also, if you look at it too, next year that money goes up too. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. And maybe the maybe the Knicks will just suck, and he won't even want to go there. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, going to New York is one of those things where hey, LeBron didn't even go to the Knicks. He was smart. <laughs> no, nah, he didn't want to go to New York. Yeah, he didn't want to go to New York. He um. I think he went to Miami and everything. And like one thing I will say about LeBron is LeBron never picked the automatic destination. No, you're right. Think about this. He went to the Cavs and the Cavs was God awful. <laughs> he went, to, <laughs> he went to Miami when it was a perennial four, five, six seed. Yeah. Where you yeah. knew they wasn't going nowhere. Then he came back to Cleveland. And we was god awful again, yeah. and then he went to LA, and that was a mess. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that was a mess. You can never say he was a front runner type dude. You know what I'm saying? Where right. He could have easily went to Golden State. Just saying, right? You know, Golden right. State or somewhere like that, or somewhere who else was good back then when he left. Boston. He could have went to just went to Boston. Could have went to Boston or yeah. Philly, somewhere Philly, yeah, like that. Yeah. But he chose to. Well, you know, shout out to you know. And a lot of that says a lot about LeBron James that he doesn't get credit for. When LeBron comes in, you remember how Fifty Cent say, "Have a baby by me, be a millionaire." Yeah, be, have a baby by me, be a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Have a baby by LeBron, you're gonna be a contender. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's what you're I be you know, a contender in what whatever mean. conference you win, and on top, because think about that. This LA team last year, that team stumbled on their wheels till they made them trade. I know the, the, the trade deadline, and then all of a sudden, and what people don't realize, them games against Denver were closer than people. And then, yeah, then the yep, if I agree. LA would have got a break here or there. They could have been champions. Yeah. I know. It's weird to think that they were in the Western final. I mean, you know, they were not that far off. And uh, It's weird to think that, but it's true. I know. Yeah, I mean, so, you know. It is what it is. But I think we'll we gotta, we'll, we'll hang around probably about another 10 minutes here. Um, okay. I got to do my real to real. Yeah, we got to do your for real, for real. And I think that's what we're going to do right now for now. Let's do this. Okay. For real, for real. I'm going to say this, everybody. And if the Browns continue upon their winning ways, don't be shocked if Kevin is a candidate for coach of the year again. And where he has everybody beat is he has the worst quarterback play in the league this year. Check. But yet this (laughs) team is still winning games and it also shows kevin and kept this team together because to think about this for real for real they have had every reason to fall apart 
every reason, you lose Conklin. Then you lose Nick Chubb in a horrific injury. Then you lose Deshaun Watson for a couple of games. Then you get him back just to lose him again. And Cavs just keep on rolling. I mean, not the Cavs, the Browns. Hey, just keep come on, on rolling. Cavs, to make it happen. Just keep on rolling. Who loses your top two tackles, your top probably first ballot Hall of Fame running back, and if he can get it all back together, yeah, could be your Hall of Fame quarterback. Could be. Could be. Could be. And you still win it. That's amazing. I mean, that, that I mean, I mean, you think about how what Kansas City's record would be if Mahomes went down all of a sudden. Jeez. <laughs> or Philadelphia Eagles record if Jalen Hurts went down for all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't be or, seven and three. They wouldn't be seven and three. I'll tell you that. Or what Cincinnati about to go through now that Joe Burrow is gone. They better just keep losing. <laughs> Kevin just has kept this team together. And also, you got to realize this year, Kevin made adjustment key changes within this team. He hired a new special teams coach. He yes. hired a new defensive coordinator. They also got their head out their ass about a draft pick, politics, and got mm. rid of Kay York, sent yes. them packing. They got yep. rid of Kay York, sent them packing. Perrion Winfrey was too much into that off-the-field bullshit. They sent him packing. Yep. No distractions, no bullshit with us this year. We got to win games. And what has this team done? Win games. Well, I, I Keith, I, I think that was that was awesome. You know, for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? You laid out the case for Kevin Stefanski. And, uh, you know, they got to keep winning, obviously. And, but I think there's a good path for him to, uh, to get yes. that coach of the year, his second one. Yes. And plus, I'm going to lie, Kevin sometimes drives me crazy. No, I think all coaches but, do that, though. You ask any, you ask any fan base, they're gonna get go crazy with their coach. I mean, it just but happens. I gotta give him his props where they are due. Gotta give it to him. Gotta gotta give it to him. Well, I think we're gonna do two more segments, and then we'll say uh, sayonara here. But uh, okay, gotta do gotta do time hop. And I'm going back to 2004 because that's Casey. Shout out to Casey. I don't know if he's softballing it or whatever he's doing, but. Uh, 2004. Baker Mayfield is sitting at the dock of the bay. Yeah, and Miles Straw, Baker Mayfield, mother. Tim um, <laughs> Miles so, and Baker Mayfield gone fishing. That's right. That's right. So obviously, I, I don't think there's any way you're going to know who won these games, but I think I think maybe just use solid logic. We can go back to Thanksgiving Day, 2004. There was only two oh, games, good. two NFL games that day. Obviously, the Lions and the Cowboys played. Mm-hmm. The Lions were the first game, obviously, and they played the Colts. In two, this is 2004, so you can probably imagine who won between the Colts and the Lions on Thanksgiving. The Colts won them Peyton Manning years. It was it was a 41 to nine <laughs> drubbing of the Lions, and then then in 2004, obviously we have the Bears at the Cowboys. Who won? Dallas that won. Dallas did win that game. You were two for two, Keith. 21 to seven over now Bears. Way to go, Keith. So Bears Keith, can't Bears can't win in Dallas. Not no, on Thanksgiving, they, hell no. Hell no. Back nah. then, Indianapolis was like, oh my yeah, God. they were Marvin they Harrison, like, uh, yep, and uh, Peyton Manning, yes. and 
Edron James. The only nemesis Indianapolis faced then was New England. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're right for that time period. That that you're absolutely right. Um, our final final uh, segment that we're going to do today, special one, because uh, we have Thanksgiving coming up. But our sports thankful for. So maybe we'll go out. We'll, we'll do, do you have three sports that you're thank or three anything in sports that you're thankful for? I I'll go I'll, I'll go, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go first. Go first. Go first. You can go first. Okay, I'll, 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 we'll go one. We'll bounce it back off each other. Okay, okay one, so I'll, one. I'll go. Okay. I I am thankful for. Uh, I am thankful for the Cleveland Browns not not giving up on the season. Now it's one thing to be seven and three, but you know I see the fight in this team, and it's fun to watch them play. And you know I know it's the NFL, and a lot of games are close no matter what. But this team, there's something special about them, and I think Miles Garrett is that is that very very special piece that that definitely he's now become a locker room presence. It wasn't like you know not being vocal, but he's, I think he's more vocal than what we have come accustomed to over the past couple of years. And he's definitely taken ownership, uh, no pun intended. I know he owns part of the Cavs now too, um, but he's definitely taken ownership of this, this Browns. He is the face of the Cleveland Browns. So I'm going to say one of my things I'm thankful for is the Cleveland Browns and, and their fight and they're not giving up on the 2023 season. Good one. Good choice. Good choice. Shout out to Miles Garrett. Yes. Come on the show. Anytime, Miles, anytime you're invited. Anytime, yeah, anytime you're invited. Anytime. Yeah, my host if you want. <laughs> my sports thankful for is, hmm. Let's go. Um, let's see. My sports thankful for is, I'm thankful for Ohio State football. Ooh, ooh, nice. This team, despite losing C.J. Stroud still is undefeated. And I'm going to be honest, earlier this year, I had them losing about three. Because <laughs> when I seen the first game, I said, oh, my God, there's no way they're going to beat Notre Dame. <laughs> but they beat them. Shout out to Ryan Day. Thankful for you all. Hopefully, y'all can complete the task against them <laughs> <Not all. laughs> complete the task and make Michigan our itch again. Nice. I would say the whole world, but this hey, is go ahead. I don't show. care. Make <laughs> Michigan our bitches again. That sounds better. I like that. Yes. Nice. That's that's a solid, solid, solid answer. So I'm gonna go. Okay, now uh, bounce it back to me here. I am mm-hmm. sports thankful for. Hmm. Hmm. That's a good one. Um, I would say my son and my daughter, because my daughter's a cheerleader and my son does track. He does cross country and he plays basketball and seeing, being able, being able to be around young kids that play sports, that it's not about the money. It's not about, you know, the prime time, you know, it's not about even being talked about much. It's just about just playing sports for the fun of it. And it keeps me young. So I'm thankful that I get to be around sports in a way that 
it's just watching them have fun and and and, and competing. And then don't get me wrong, they win. You know, uh, my my daughter she wins state titles at Taze Valley for um, you know cheerleading, and my son, you know, they're a good good squad and everything like that, and they win. But it's not about you know the winning and the big time levels that we're talking about with ohio state and the browns and everything it's just it's just sports and its basic element and i'm thankful that i can still be around that at, at this point in my life that's cool that's cool that's cool another thing i like to be thankful for and it's a two-prong yeah i like to be thankful for the fact that my nephew chad made the freshman team Oh, congratulations yes yeah, say garrett morgan he made the freshman basketball team congrats him. to him much congrats to them. And also, along with that, I'm grateful for the fact that Glenville is possibly, if they can hold on, possibly can get their second straight state championship, which is something I thought I would never see. Oh, yeah. never see in my life as a Cleveland public. Cleveland Metropolitan School District child. <laughs> Good for you. And Ch- my dad is one as well. The John Marshall, the lawyer. Went, Shout out to the John Marshall. Yes. And I went to Glenville's arch rival back then, Lincoln West. Oh, because okay. we got bust. And I stay right down the street from Glenville, actually, matter of fact. Oh, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we got bust. So I had to get sent over to the West Side and everything. But, you know, as time, they figured it out and everything. Yeah. And now, Cleveland is open and roaming and stuff, but shouts out to Glenville for providing good football memories. Cause man, back in the days when I was coming up, our schools can compete against a lot of these schools back then. Mm-hmm. But Ted Ginn saw Ted the vision. Shout out to, shouts yeah. out to him. Yes. He saw the vision and he literally saved my son's life on top of that, too. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Cause my son went there from Euclid school system where mm. my son wasn't doing too well and he got his stuff together. So Good. That's- I'm thankful for Glenville too and everything. And I wish them all the success. Yes, go Tar Butters. These next two weeks. Well, actually first this game on Friday. Against Who they Canton got again on South. Friday? Who they got again? They got Canton, Canton South. South on Friday. Okay. okay. So okay. good luck to the Tar Butters. Yes. Thank, yes. And thank you, Coach Ginn, for uh, what you do for the Ohio State University. When Tressa was there, you were the bloodline that pumped all those athletes, especially your son, that Ginn Jr. So, yes. yeah, thank you. Yes. yes. All and right. My number, yeah, my number one, or well, I'll say, I, I, I'll put it number one. I will say number one that I'm most sports thankful for. You, Keith, you, you, we like sports. You being able to come on here and, and, and being able to talk and talk to you guys and be able to have a platform. And, and I know Lockdown Sports 216 and, but all, the, all your homies and everything that you give me a, a shot to come on and everything. So I appreciate you, Keith Allen, for, for making oh, this a fun you. and enjoyable ride. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My last one. Thankful for Vince, you. Y'all welcome me in and everything, you know, at first, because Vince hit me up. He was like, would you be interested in coming on? We like sports. Okay. And actually thankful for all the people y'all have introduced me to, like Matt and Baltimore. Yeah. Um, shout out Matt Trigger. Yep. Matt Trigger and stuff. My cat Hurricane in Pittsburgh. Hurricane, I told you. I told you, Hurricane. <laughs> I told you we was going to get y'all. <laughs> and I'm appreciative that y'all, y'all done opened some new doors and stuff for me and stuff like that. 
And I'm very, very thankful. Very thankful for you to put my input. And think about this. I never thought I'd be with you interviewing guys from California. I know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, this is Texas, a fun ride. Texas. Yes. Um, oh, my man. And New, New York. Think, we had the guy from Sports York. Illustrated on in New yes, York. And then we, yes, we had Del, Del Do It from uh, Cincinnati. I mean, we've had them all. Yes, and to think that Hurricane could get Bernie on there. Oh, man. Man, we're gonna hey, we, we're gonna have a fun 2024. I'll tell you that. Yes, sir. Definitely a lot more to come. Definitely a lot more to come. And I'd like to thank you for coming in also on the pinch for me for locked on sports and the Browns pregame and post game. Oh, I love I love I Keith. I it's that that is my fun time, you know. As much as I have to put the show together and things like that, that <laughs> one you know what you do your thing, you have your 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 top fives and everything. I come in there, run my mouth, have fun, it's game day, and that that to me that it's a calming influence right before the Browns game. So I thank you for for having me on. And oh, plus the no post doubt. game, we like to have fun on the post game, especially yes. we had fun yesterday. So check yes, out the lockdown sports. 216 uh noons uh, uh for the pregame and then 30 minutes after for the postgame. Yes, sir. High noon for the pregame and 30 minutes, which will probably be about 7 30. That's okay. We're gonna celebrate a victory. Celebrate a, yes. a mile high victory. A mile yes. high victory. Yes, yes. We're gonna do that. But uh I want to say everybody, thanks for tuning into the We Like Sports Show. Also, everybody have a happy Thanksgiving to spend time with your family. You know, we like sports, but we also like family. Spend time with yes. your family, but you know, also enjoy the games over. You obviously got your NFL games on Thursday, and then your college football uh, this weekend, big one Saturday, and then back to NFL on Sunday. So, hey, enjoy your family. That's what it's all about. I want to thank Keith, my co-host, for having a, a great show today, and I'm definitely thankful for him. I'm thankful for uh, Peyton, Vince, Casey, CJ, um, all of them. I know Drew. Uh, I always forget people, and I, I apologize for that. Uh, so, but uh, thank you, everybody. Yes. Everybody has a great Thanksgiving. Uh, tune in next week. I think we might have to go on a different day than Monday. I'm not sure yet. Might okay. have to go on Tuesday. Let me know. I'm sure I'll, I'll get back with you guys. But uh, yeah, we'll see you either next Monday or Tuesday at uh, 5:30. Got plenty to talk about. But check us out on uh, Locked On Sports 216 uh, this Sunday uh, for Browns coverage. So until yes, then, we'll I see knew. you when we see you. Yep. Have a Peace. good one, guys. Have a happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Peace out.